millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This morning, invasion imminent. Ukraine announces a state of emergency as Russia steps up its aggression. One dead, one missing. Floodwaters rise. Queensland cops months of rain within hours. Heroes on the water save a man left clinging to a tree. His remarkable survival story. Tradies walk off. Fears an Australian building giant is going bust. And tennis star Alexander Zverev thrown out for lashing out at an umpire. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. Ukraine has announced a state of emergency as the nation prepares for an imminent Russian attack. The country is bracing for Moscow's next move, calling up reservists following reports a full-scale invasion will happen within hours. The 30-day state of emergency would impose curfews, strict security checks and restrict mass gatherings. In his latest statement, Vladimir Putin says Russia's interests and security are non-negotiable. The Kremlin has promised a strong response to US sanctions, saying Americans will fully feel the consequences. Let's go live now to US Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney. Good morning, Ash. It's an ominous warning. It is, Jody. Good morning. Vladimir Putin thrives on ambiguity, on keeping the world guessing, and that's where we find ourselves today. Moscow has vowed a tough response to those White House sanctions targeting Russian banks and oligarchs in Putin's inner circle. Um, announced yesterday Uh, and in the age of cyber warfare homeland security is warning now that every u.s organization is at risk of a cyber attack one that could cause devastating uh have devastating effects on america's uh infrastructure as for the front line in ukraine putin signaling no compromise right now he has addressed the nation once again praising his military uh the pentagon believes he has already deployed evasive hypersonic missiles to Poland. That's, of course, on top on top of the uh, already 150,000 troops now surrounding Ukraine. As for his decision to send peacekeeping, so-called peacekeeping troops uh, into Ukraine, that was viewed by the White House as the beginning of an invasion, not according to the former president, Donald Trump, who's weighed in from the sidelines, calling it a genius move. As a matter of policy, uh, we try not to take advice uh, from anyone who 
praise his, President Putin and his military strategy. So uh, there's a bit of a different tactic, a bit of a different approach, and that's probably why President Biden and not his predecessor was able to rally the world and the global community in taking steps against, uh, against Russia's aggression. Now, there is nothing on Biden's schedule for a public address today. However, the Marines are standing guard here at the Oval Office. So the president is now uh, locked in meetings. It is looking like that window for diplomacy is closing with Secretary of State Antony Blinken calling off meetings with his Russian counterpart and, of course, any sort of summit between Putin and Biden now looking incredibly uh, unlikely at this stage. Jody. OK, Ash Mullaney in the US, thank you. Let's go to political reporter Jennifer Beshwati in Canberra now. Good morning to you, Jen. The Prime Minister has phoned his Ukrainian counterpart overnight. What came out of that call? Well, Prime Minister Scott Morrison reaffirmed Australia's commitment to Ukraine's sovereignty. He informed his counterpart of the sanctions Australia will impose and promised to do more if needed. Now, Australia will not send troops to Europe, but will target eight members of Russia's Security Council with economic sanctions and travel bans and will block transactions with six Russian banks. As well, sanctions aimed at the telecommunication, transport and energy sectors, including oil, gas and other minerals. Here's the PM speaking yesterday. This invasion is unjustified, it's unwarranted, it's unprovoked and it's unacceptable. They're behaving like thugs and bullies and they should be called out as thugs and bullies. Now, the ramifications of this conflict will echo here. We're being warned that petrol will stay at very high prices as uh, the oil, as the cost of oil by, barrel, by the barrel increases. Uh, we're also being warned about more conflict in our region as the alliance between uh, Russia's Vladimir Putin and China's Xi Jinping remains an ongoing threat. Jody. All concerning. OK. Jen Beshwati, thank you. Southeast Queensland's flood emergency has turned deadly. The body of a 63-year-old woman was found inside her submerged car after she was swept away on the Sunshine Coast. The region was hit hard by the deluge, as was the city of Gympie, some areas receiving two months' worth of rain in a matter of hours. Nine out of the ten people reported missing in the past 24 hours have now been found safe, but a 54-year-old man is yet to be located. His motorbike was recovered at Cedar Pocket, which recorded 350 millimetres of rain. The torrential downpour has kept rescue heroes on their toes, called to dozens of jobs north of Brisbane. The most incredible survival story belongs to a man whose car was swept away, leaving him clinging to a tree for hours. Smiling now, but this was Luke Bland the night before, stuck and hanging on for dear life. It was pretty intense. Luke was on his way home from work when he drove over a hill. All the water just come out of nowhere. Car door opened a little bit um, for the light to come on. I could see all the water rushing in. So I eventually just waited for the car to get flooded and then I crawled out of the car window and then, yeah. He grabbed his phone and held it in his mouth as he swam to a tree. He called triple zero, then his wife and mum. A mother's worst nightmare. But... Thanks to everybody involved, we have him home. <laughs> it took three hours for emergency crews to reach him, testament to how busy they've been. 
One crew steering this bull back to dry land. Fairly angry bull, luckily no horns. Part of the assessment is uh, no horns. The same crew's evacuating Hugo from his home. The eight-year-old has appendicitis. Since we've lived here for the last few years, it hasn't happened that quickly before, so it wasn't really expected. There have already been 28 swift water rescues north of Brisbane and with more rain on the way, crews expect to be busy for days. Residents caught out, then helped out by our heroes on the water. Jacinta Lee, 7 News. Sydney is waking to another day of flood cleanups, receiving a month's worth of rain in 24 hours. Some streets were completely submerged, 170 millimetres falling in Marrickville. A number of trees were uprooted and SES crews have responded to hundreds of call-outs. It's believed the worst of the wet weather has now passed. A primary school in Sydney's southwest has effectively had to close its doors over a COVID outbreak. Only a cleaner and a handful of students and staff are now permitted to enter Kemp's Creek Public School, which has reverted to minimal supervision. It follows an easing of restrictions at schools across the state, including an end to the mask mandate for high school students and staff from Monday. Western Australia's Omicron outbreak has worsened. New local infections more than doubling to 643 yesterday. Five people are in hospital with the virus. Restrictions have been relaxed. 200 people now able to attend outdoor gatherings. Tradies have downed tools in multiple states over reports Australian building giant ProBuild is on the verge of collapse. The Melbourne-based company is expected to appoint an administrator as early as today and has a portfolio of unfinished projects estimated to be worth $5 billion. Last year, the Treasurer blocked its sale to a Chinese company on national security grounds. There's been a potential breakthrough in the case of missing backpacker Theo Hayes. Investigators have revealed a mystery person had been exchanging WhatsApp texts with the Belgian backpacker on the night he vanished. It's believed his disappearance may have been more sinister than first thought. I believe that he has become a victim of some sort of foul play. and There are allegations that he was buried. Police are hoping a half a million dollar reward will help to solve the case. Arrested fugitive Graham Potter has faced court after arriving in Melbourne under heavy police guard. Australia's Most Wanted told Seven News he was in hiding for more than a decade because he feared for his life. What are you doing all this time? Living life. What have you been up to? Avoiding being killed. You say you're avoiding being killed. Who wants to kill you? Jesus. He did not apply for bail and will return to court in May on conspiracy to murder and drug charges. It has long been one of Australia's deadliest cancers and there's no definite cure, but a breakthrough clinical trial is giving brain cancer patients some hope, connecting them with radical treatments overseas. Matthew McCarran, a brilliant, high-flying property developer, brain cancer was unthinkable. I was otherwise healthy. I was 37 when I was diagnosed. Um, I had a young family. That was in 2018. He's gone through rounds of chemo and surgery. It's a bit like having a, a bit of a ticking time bomb in your, in your head. But there's been a breakthrough. This is the biggest news in brain cancer for Australia ever. A revolutionary clinical trial program is now available for glioblastoma, or GBM, the most common and deadly form of brain cancer. It's extremely aggressive and fast-growing. On average, patients survive 15 months. 
Currently, 95% of patients die within five years of their diagnosis. The trial program unlocks a number of new experimental drugs and treatments from overseas. These are treatments that have never been available in Australia before. Brain cancer survival rates are shockingly low. They've hardly changed in 30 years. These new experimental treatments will offer patients hope and maybe even something more precious, time. Even an extra minute or hour is critically important. Matthew making every minute count. I'm luckily uh, surrounded by, by, by love and support. Serena Andaloro, 7 News. There's fresh hope for the future of the Great Barrier Reef. Scientists and tourism operators have been working together to grow new coral and repair the damage from mass bleaching. They've salvaged and replanted 70,000 broken fragments of coral in four years, with an average survival rate of 85%. They say so far their program has been an unprecedented success. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is trading slightly down this morning. The Nasdaq is lower. In London, the FTSE added and Germany's DAX lost. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed lower. Hong Kong's Hang Seng rose. The All Lords finished up, as did the ASX 200. On the commodities market, gold is trading at $1,912 US dollars an ounce. Oil is $91 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 72.55 US cents, almost 83.5 Japanese yen, and $1.06 New Zealand. Zealand. Seven workers have been injured in an explosion at a factory in the US state of Oregon. The blast at a potato chip plant sparked a massive fire, sending thick black smoke billowing into the air. Seven workers were rushed to hospital where they were treated for non-life-threatening injuries. More than 60 firefighters were brought in to battle the blaze. The Duchess of Cambridge has been given a warm welcome by the Danish royals during her visit to Copenhagen. Kate met Queen Marguerite and Australian-born Crown Princess Mary at Denmark's Royal Palace. Earlier in the day, Kate visited a forest kindergarten where children had their lessons outside. She even had a go at chopping wood during her visit. Australian grocery shoppers are being warned of food inflation, with prices expected to rise 2 to 3% this year thanks to COVID and supply chain issues. That's the message from Woolworths after announcing higher sales but lower profits. Apart from the odd toilet paper glitch, supermarkets have done big business, keeping pantries packed during the pandemic. Woolworths group sales were almost $32 billion for the year, up 8%, but net profit was only $795 million, down 6.5%. So Woolies sold more but made less, largely because of COVID-related costs and Big W store closures. This has been the most challenging seven months you're, I feel bad because we said it a year ago. But food sales were strong, up 3.4% in the last half, outperforming Coles after the roller coaster of lockdown and supply chain issues. Remember those empty shelves? They hurt supermarkets too. Why our costs were up, and they were up because we invested in our team. We made sure they had the right hours. We gave them thank you bonuses, which they more than deserved. While today's results exceeded expectations, Woolies customers are already feeling the pinch of those extra COVID-related costs. Food prices are expected to rise by up to 3%, but it depends on what you eat. I have to call out avocados and apples. Uh, we've got a lot of deflation, there's been a lot of uh, good growing season and a lot of extra supply coming on. But not so good news for meat eaters. The most expensive thing that's happened to us is red meat, it's beef and lamb. 
Bad karma for carnivores. Tom Saker, 7 News. In sport, world number three, Alexander Zverev let his emotions get the better of him, lashing out at a chair umpire following his doubles match loss at the Mexican Open. Zverev repeatedly hit the umpire's chair, almost hitting him because he was upset over an earlier line call. The world number three has been expelled from the tournament for the unsportsmanlike outburst. GWS have snatched victory from a winless St Kilda in the AFLW. Four points up with seconds to go, the Saints appeared set to win their first match of the season when a free kick and 50-metre penalty were awarded to the Giants. Catherine Smith's after-the-siren goal delivering a two-point win. Earlier, the Western Bulldogs and Essendon blew out the cobwebs in the first men's practice match of the year. Son of Bombers champion Gavin Wanganine, Tex, impressed. He only played the final quarter, but his two goals were enough to not only help them over the line by six points, but seal him a rookie contract. They spent a season largely in the shadow of Red Bull's Shane Van Gisbergen, but Dick Johnson's shell outfit are confident their second year together will be a watershed. For Will Davison, who's 40 this season, it's a golden chance to win his first race since Bathurst in 2016. Building from last year is, is critical. We've got continuity on our side, nothing's changed, so big change from 12 months ago and um, got a great opportunity ahead of us. The season starts in Sydney on March 4. You'll see it all on 7. Up to half of all Australian adults are predicted to try their luck in tonight's $120 million Powerball draw. It's the second biggest jackpot ever offered in Australia. The winner would set an individual record for the biggest cash prize in our country's history. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a broad low-pressure trough over northern WA, the top end, Queensland, New South Wales and Victoria will continue to generate showers and storms, potentially heavy in the north. The trough will continue to direct a hot air mass over WA. There is a slight chance of a coastal shower in far southern WA. Around the capitals today, a possible storm and heavy falls in Brisbane, a top of 23 degrees. Showers and 26 in Sydney, a shower or two in Canberra, 26. Humid with a shower or two in Melbourne, heading for 24. Hobart, a shower or two, 22 degrees. Mostly sunny, heading for 31 in Adelaide, sunny and 37 in Perth today. And showers and a possible storm in Darwin, 31 degrees. And that's 7 Early News for this Thursday, the 24th of February.